Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to Truth Prevail. I'm Amanda. I'm Asasia. And for those watching on YouTube, you might notice something quite different. You can see us! <laughs> um, yes. yes, but if you would like to continue this viewing experience, if you will, then um, head on over to our brand new Patreon. We also have a new Instagram and a new Facebook, and um, like, you know, we'll provide links where we're able. And as for now, all those enjoying the usual listening experience, thank you so much for continuing to tune in. So back to your regular. Cool. Okay, so welcome back. Um, this is so strange. This is so strange doing this finally where we're together again. We were in separate states for quite a while. Mm-hmm. It was quite a while. I missed her very much. But we are very thankful for technology and just how God has really blessed us in being able to communicate with one another. And so we've been hard at work trying to get this up, and this is us here now. So thank you so much for your prayers and your support, and we're just trusting God in all of this, and we really hope that truth does prevail. Uh, so topic of conversation for today is the heart (laughs) (laughs) the heart gosh where do you start with the heart well everybody seems to have this notion where this heart is like this little heart (laughs) and there's really not much to it except for it expounds on love (laughs) and it's just all about love 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 but in reality there's so much more to the heart and it's a wonder if we ever can self-examine ourselves to know where we stand where does our heart stand and it's also an important factor in salvation but we're gonna get more into that as soon as we can get into it but for now I simply want to ask Nastasia how do you feel like your heart's been doing (laughs) dang this is what kind of goes into examining yourself doesn't it well one thing I want to say real quick too is how you mentioned on like the heart and like being associated with love and everything like that and one thing I find interesting is that it's kind of that mentality of the heart is the source of love and I don't know and it kind of comes like you know we're all loving deep down perhaps that kind of an idea or you know love being that um, invisible source that just makes you fall into it or it's greater than um, the both of us if it's like a romantic love Mm -hmm. and like you just couldn't help but fall in love where um, what's interesting in that is I mean I believe we've talked about love before on this podcast right and so um, love's an action not just this emotion like there are definitely emotions that can get involved in that of course but and that but then also being the source I believe that source is God, oh. you know, because, mm-hmm. I mean, that's the real love and, like, what Christ did oh, yeah. on the cross. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> man. Okay. So, <laughs> that just started whoosh, overwhelming. So, I yeah, I wanted to say that, um, and who knows, we'll probably get into more of that stuff later, too. Right. Yeah. But, um, how is my heart doing? Yeah. Goodness. Um, on the spot. <laughs> I know. I'm like... How do I answer this? I think, you know, I want to have more of an um, increase in recognizing the sufficiency of Scripture. Mm. And, you know, that goes with trusting God, um, loving God, and walking in that as truth mm-hmm. in faith. And so... Um, I I sense there are times in particular trials where it's just um, sometimes it's this sense of indifference to mm. everything or a prideful turning away of I don't want to recognize my um, issues, if you will, or the trial itself. And so I turn away and I'm like, it'll pass or I'll figure it out on my own. But I'm now learning um, by God's mercy and grace that I need to truly turn to him in all of those situations and be humble about the state that I am in 
that mm. I'm in this fallen state and I am foolish when it comes to my own wisdom and I need his wisdom and I desire that. So um, I'm not sure I think that answers the question, at least to some extent, you know? It does. It does answer the question so, to some extent. I guess a little summation is, I did this because I was picturing like wrapping a bow on like the present or something. I don't know. Conclusion. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and a nice conclusion is just pretty much um, he hasn't completed the work because Jesus Christ hasn't returned yet, so it's always a work in progress. Yeah. <laughs> um, Definitely is. How about you, though? How's your heart? You know, I am going to be completely honest that I've just been feeling very troubled in my heart. And it's been wanting to bring up tears, and it's been wanting to bring up just... Um, like old habits of just kind of shutting down or just thinking, well, what's the point of this or what's the point of that? Mm-hmm. And so it's interesting enough to just kind of sit there and examine the heart and just be asking God. And while reading scriptures, it's no doubt that he makes things clear. It's just a matter if we want to accept it or not. It's a matter if we want to actually realize just how much is going on in our hearts because, you know, the Bible does say that he will take that take out that heart of stone and then he will give us a heart of flesh and we will become uh, born again so with that it's just like wow it's amazing to just even understand that supernaturally Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, that your heart is changed and yet we still grapple with things we still we still battle the flesh we still battle the the sin nature you know that's still there Um, so there are aspects of what I'm going through where it seems like he's still working out that heart. He's still softening it. He's still doing things. And yet there's some days where you want to fall back on some old habits or you want to sit there and simply think like, what's the point? Why am I still doing this? Why am I, or you want to beat yourself up. Like, why do I still get caught up in this? For me, you know, it could be dealing with pride or it could be dealing with, um, just a, a sense of resentment or something. And it just could be um, some little thing that has happened and it just kind of reminds you like, hey, you need God. You absolutely need God at every moment, every waking moment. Um, even in even in your dreaming moments, you know what I mean? Like you need God. And he's the only one that knows the heart completely. And um, so yeah, I've been going through some trying times, but I'm finding that I think both Nastasia and I can find this where no, we're not masochists. <laughs> we've said this before yeah. on like other podcasts. We're not masochists or we're just not like loving the pain and the suffering. But what do we see in the suffering? When you get to the end. Oh my gosh. And, and you just see all of the work oh and the goodness. refinement and you look back yes. and you're like, if that's what it took to get yes. to this level of joy, it's like it's so yeah. easy to forget that amount of sorrow that was, it was there. Right. It was hard. Right. And yet you get to the end and you're like, Lord, if this is a result, let's do it again. Let's bring more. Like, I can get through it because I got through this. Yes. But because of you. So, yeah. Not yeah. that we love <laughs> the pain. It's just the joy on the other side. Yes. And the result of God's working is right. so fruitful. It's just like, yes. Yes. And it just kind of brings to mind, okay, so um, we wanted to have like our scriptures ready. So we both kind of have something um, to go by. But just so we know, we're reading out of King James. Um, Psalm 5110, which is create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like that is, that is such a humbling thing to ask God mm-hmm. because we do not know what comes when we're asking to create in me a clean heart. <laughs> Because there's so much going on mm-hmm. in our hearts. But some of us rather ignore it or don't want to deal with it or simply want to um, sweep it under the rug, I mm-hmm. guess you could say. Um, it's hard to deal with stuff that's in the heart. It's hard to deal with it. But guess what? You're not doing that work. The Holy Spirit is doing that work. And he does an amazing work. He does a work mm-hmm. that we could never do, nor anybody else could ever do. Um, but you were thinking about a scripture beforehand. And what was that scripture that you were thinking? I don't know if it was like in here. Um, 
But while she looks for that one scripture, it's we kind of want to be able to give you these references so at least you're able to look them up on your own. Mm-hmm. Um, and it makes it easier for you to uh, go before the Lord and just ask him for these things. Ask him to, to examine your heart. I know there's so many different scriptures in the Psalms where it talks about the state of the heart. And just like places that people go to, um, different people were David in, in the Psalms and even Moses and, and Abraham where they were just voicing what was in their hearts. Job, oh my goodness. I feel like a Job, a modern day Job, but not in a bad way though. It's just, it's amazing to see what God does when you're sitting there and you're putting your heart out to him, when you're expressing it all. And that's what he wants. He wants you to just express yourself completely. Did you find it, Miss Asia, by any chance? I have found several. I know, yeah. eager to like this one and yes. this one and this one. Yes. And I might do a, to a smaller scale. Like I won't go to like all of them because we right. want to be able to like talk about them too. But right. um, all right. So the uh, Proverbs four twenty three says, "Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life." And um, then what? I automatically thought of, which is also here, Matthew 15, 18 through 20. And it says, but those things which proceed out of the mouth come forth from the heart and they defile the man. Mm. Um, and then there's, of course, trust in the Lord with all your heart, the classic, that one that's like yes. really popular too. Yeah. But um, yeah, so mostly those two um, are what really was standing out to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, it kind of reminds me also of where it says, um, evil thoughts, you know, uh, malice, uh, hatred comes from the heart. Mm-hmm. Lust. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Lust. Lust. Yes. Like yes. the state of your heart is yes. if you can do those, the beginning of those sins in your heart, then it's not a step, much of a step further right. to carry out the action. So if you're indulging in lust, then you know, little by little, you start like, well, maybe I can get away with this. Right. Or maybe I can get away with this. And then eventually you're fornicating <laughs> or or you yeah. hate somebody and you hate them so much that you just dwell on that and you let it take root until maybe one day there's some opportunity that comes up and people can be capable of things like murder. Yep. And, um, and so it's just like having to be cautious about that. Um, I mean, even the scripture says, if you hate your brother, you've committed murder. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Sin ah! starts somewhere. <laughs> it does. It's, a, it's, it's, it's like rather than um, the heart being the source of love, it's the source of sin. <laughs> I really? mean, we're in this, um, yeah. we're in the flesh. We're struggling against this fallen nature and everything. But that is also not to say like, there's no hope. You may as well just give in to sin. Like when you are born again and God starts that work in you and you have his Holy Spirit, it's very clear that there's a different relationship with sin. That whenever there's a stumbling, that it brings great sorrow and remorse yes. that you have to repent because you hate it. Um, you hate sin and you love righteousness. But the Bible makes it clear that the level of righteousness is to a certain perfection that when you're reading through the scriptures about it, you're like, this is impossible. And that's true. And that's true. That's why Christ is such a blessing, is so good, because he paid the sin debt we could never pay and has cleaned us. And we are now being worked on, and it's God doing the work. God will complete it. And so, yes. It's just it's it's relieving that instead of having to fall into legalism, trying to do good to outweigh the bad, which our righteous deeds are like filthy rags oh compared goodness, to God's yes. holiness, that to not have to idolize those things and idolize your performance. You care, but it's no longer, oh, I'm not enough. It's, well, yeah, you know what? I am not enough, but Christ, he did it for me. And now there's hope that I can pursue this righteousness mm-hmm. and pursue the purity and pu- pursue this all because of the grace. Amen. <sighs> wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I just like, I'm like, 
I want to be like, go ahead, girl, keep saying that, keep saying that. Yeah, I just, I do. I want to. I, I have to say, <laughs> it's surprising how much of a different, different experience it is to actually be, like, sitting with one another yeah. recording this. Yes. And not having to worry as much about accidentally talking over them and their mic going down yeah. <laughs> and you overshadowing. Um, yeah. This definitely puts my heart at like, <laughs> I like rejoicing. Like, I feel yeah, like you so. rejoice. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's great. Joy. But continuing on with what she was saying, um, obviously there's different states of the heart, and we're, we're well. What I'm basically talking about is if you're a non-believer, I mean, pretty much your heart is at the whim of this world and the enemy, the mm-hmm. devil, Satan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. When you're not a believer, everyone wants to think um, it doesn't really matter whether you are a believer or you're a non-believer, that your heart can always love. Um, no. <laughs> That's a hard thing to say, and it's just like, no. So, with that in mind, we are going to get on some really, really touchy subject here, but it's a matter of the heart, and this is something that is obviously very debatable in culture right now amongst many people um, out there and but Masaja and I strongly just believe that it's because it's a huge heart issue it's a huge heart issue Mm -hmm. and we have our own um, beliefs that we believe all other Christians should have because our absolute truth is not this world Mm -hmm. it's not culture it's the Bible. Mm-hmm. It's the Word of God. What God has said is what we stand on. And that's where our heart needs to be in line with. Nothing else, no one else, but simply the Word of God. Mm-hmm. It's sufficient. It's sufficient. It is completely sufficient for all things pertaining to life. And so when we think about everything that's happening out there, such as social justice, critical race theory, <laughs> pragmatism, uh, universalism, uh, humanism, all these isms that are out there, we find that in relation to what the Bible is saying is it stems from the heart and it stems because of pride. And even so, which is the most unfortunate thing that we have seen, is that our own brothers and sisters in Christ are falling into this are believing these things. We see pastors that we once trusted, that we were looking up to as our shepherd, well, you know, just one that shepherds his flock and all that, they're falling into that as well. So again, this may be something where you're thinking, how dare you bring this up? Or how dare you say it's this? And how dare you say it's that? But the fact of the matter is that Mastasia and I already know that If you don't know Christ, you are going to come with that debate because the Word of God is not your absolute truth. And I don't know, but if I didn't have the Word of God as my absolute truth, I'd be completely confused and baffled with all that's happening in this world. Mm -hmm. But to know that I have an amazing, almighty Father in heaven who is completely sovereign over everything that's happening Mm -hmm. and that He gives me everything I need in this world to live, until he takes me home, oh my gosh, that just makes my heart want to cry. Mm. It really does. It just makes my heart want to cry. Because how and why? Why would he do this? But he does. Because he desires a relationship. He Mm. does. He truly does. So if you don't know Christ, know him. Seek after him. Mm -hmm. Let your heart be transformed by him and by the power of the Spirit. Let that be your guiding tool, you know, your your compass, I guess mm-hmm. you could say. Let him be that for you so that you're not riddled with fear, that you're not riddled with anxiety, that your heart is not tormented, that mm-hmm. your heart is being cleansed and purified, that your heart is being healed from all kinds of wounds and all that. Let him be that for you. And now to my fellow brothers and sisters, there is a question there that Mastasia and I have, whether it's like, are you falsely converted? 
Is your heart truly in line with him? Has it been renewed? Mm-hmm. Are you a born-again Christian? Are you truly that? Those are things that you have to examine, and it stems from the heart in knowing mm-hmm. this. And you must correlate it. It must adhere, and it must heed the word of God. Your heart must be completely in line with it. Mm-hmm. And if it's not, obviously, you are being, <laughs> we're all being a work in progress. So we can't say, well, I'm here, I'm there, in this or whatever. We'd like to say those things, but the fact of the matter is, is that just like Nastasia said, if you are sinning, there has to be a sign of remorse. There has to be a sign mm-hmm. in your heart that it breaks your heart that what you're doing is not right, that you don't have that desire to continue in that, that you want to simply just be like, God, help me in this so that I do not continue in that. Because he has no temptation is not common, is, you know, hasn't been given, that's not common to man. And he will never give us more than what we can handle. He will always give us an escape. And maybe that's not perfectly said, but I believe it's a uh, Second Corinthians ten thirteen where that is said. So um, trust in that. Mm-hmm. Trust in that. And I'm gonna pass it on to Nastasia because I'd really like to always clarify on my references. Um, but please just consider those things while Nastasia obviously is going to be talking a little bit more on what she she gathers with all this. Mm-hmm. Yes. Go ahead. Because, um, I think to start, like, you know, you had mentioned love and how people believe that apart from God, that everybody's still capable of love. And it goes back to like, okay, well, what do you define love as? Is it a biblical type of love? (laughs) Which, sorry. Yes. Okay. um, We did a podcast. Yeah. (laughs) And I I just, er, earlier I was like, we have done it now, right? And then having said the title or really close to the title, I'm like, Yes, we have, so. Mm -hmm. Anyways, but um, how do you define that? Is it purely emotional? Um, I know that there's some people who can be like, okay, no, we do believe it's an action, but maybe it's still, like, unnecessary to have it through God or any kind of thing like that or to have it to that standard Um, because I think you have to have certain things in perspective, like, just like sin. You see a murderer, you see a liar. And people automatically will go, okay, yes, um, this one is so bad that lying doesn't seem like it's really punishable. Like, that one should just be swept under the rug kind of thing. But you look at it in comparison to a holy, holy, just God, and all of a sudden it comes to realize all sin is utterly sinful. Mm -hmm. And he is so holy that he cannot tolerate one. Like, he cannot. And so, again... Praise God, then, for the mercy and grace through Jesus Christ that if you should believe in him, that he rose from the third day and call and profess him as your Lord, that you shall be saved. And so when it comes to love as well, I believe you can put it into perspective. And I think of um, that that scripture where it just talks about, like, um, you know, how earthly fathers can give good gifts to their children than how much more your heavenly father. Mm. Um, and so it's kind of like... Um, you know, you can see earthly love and be like, oh, yeah, see, he's kind to his children and he feeds them and all of that. And so, yes, he is loving, even though he might be apart from God. But when you compare it to how much more the, our Heavenly Father, mm-hmm. like um, that he does immeasurably more than we could ever ask or imagine. And um, just that kind of comparison, y- you come to realize that immense type of love, like apart from God. It's not really there. The greatest love is to be able to, like, lay down your life for brethren. And there's no greater love apart from this. That I mean, I don't know if I'm getting these scriptures quite right, so I'm sorry if it's, like, all starting to mesh together, you know. But basically, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. He laid down his life for us when we were still against him. Mm. And now we can go to him. And there's no way to the Father except through him. And so we because of him, because of that grace, because of our Heavenly Father sending down his only son to pay our sin debt that we could never pay, but we're so deserving to pay, Mm -hmm. Christ did that. And so there's no greater love than just what God has done for us who, when all of us have fallen short, all of us have sinned. No one can say, well, I'm better than that guy at least because it's kind of irrelevant. (laughs) You know, like there's still a fine there's still a law. You know, someone might break into a store 
and someone might assault somebody, but either way, it, one can't say, well, at least I didn't do that, or hey, at least I gave to charity. You still committed a crime, and that needs to be paid. But now, when you are remorseful and you want to repent, and you know you can't save yourself, so you can now throw yourself on to Christ mm -hmm. and that grace. And he works in you to become more and more like Christ. And so, um, yeah, that's what I think of for that whole earthly love thing that she mentioned. And then as for all the isms and all those kind of um, issues that are going on in this world, it's, it's not to turn a blind eye to the issues. Exactly. It is an issue. Is. And the thing that we want to get across is that it's sin that's involved. Mm -hmm. And it's that hatred in the heart. Yep. And it's um, just all those kind of things that without the, the divine intervention and exactly. the Holy Spirit doing that work yes. in you, that what change can there really be hope, hopes to gain? What true change? Um, and I am not surprised by how things are being handled in this world either, because apart from God, what else is there to do? Exactly. Um, so it's trying and it's trying and it's trying, but ultimately it's futile because it's not dealing with the root cause. You can keep cutting weeds, but you need to pull the root. Otherwise mm. it's just going to come up even faster. <laughs> and so, um, that is the point, not to turn a blind eye, not that it's not a problem, but just, we are called to share the gospel. And these things that happen around us are more reasons and examples as to why that's the case. Because there is sin running rampant. Mm -hmm. And so it's heartbreaking. It's tragic. It's not to be like, oh, let's just wash our hands of it because they don't have God. It's no, see all the more. These problems you're seeing, these problems you're trying to fight in the dark, if you could see and know what it is you're fighting, if you could study your opponent, and you have your ultimate commander. Yes. I don't know if I'm going right yes. with this like, analogy or metaphor or whatever you'd call it, but just it's how much more successful the battle when the one fighting is Almighty God. Oh, my goodness. And so that's the point that is to be made is that it's sin. It's sin. That is why there needs to be that heart change mm -hmm. that God does. Who knows the heart better than God? It is an open book to him. Yep. He sees it all. He knows it all. Nothing that's is done him. in secret because he is God. Yeah. So that's the point <laughs> we pretty much want to be making here. <laughs> pretty much. So let me rectify. Um, it's 1 Corinthians 10, 13, and I'd like to read it out, which is, There hath no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, but will with but will, with the temptation, also make a way to escape, that ye may be able to bear it. So, huh, I don't know how many temptations do we go through <laughs> on a, in any given day, but simple as that, if you're a child of God, he has given you what you need to overcome that temptation. Mm -hmm. And I remember listening, I think, to John MacArthur, I think, I want to say that right, was it him? Yes, I believe it was him where he was saying, um, we're often put, tested. We're often tested. Our faith is tested as believers in Jesus Christ. And the thing is, is we're tested and God intercedes for us because he desires us to overcome that trial. He does. So he puts us in trials, but it also because it does a work in us. It does a work in our heart. And the unfortunate part though is that a lot of us tend to succumb in these trials because we rely on ourselves. We rely on our own strength and our own wisdom. Um, we fail to do what we are told to do when we're put in trials, mm -hmm. and that is to seek after God, to ask for wisdom, and to be still and know that He is God. Man, how many times have I failed that <laughs> trial? <laughs> and so what ends up happening is that when we succumb, it's clearly a temptation. It's a clearly a temptation that we have given into. And it's unfortunate because we do end up having to go through a trial again. But see, God still continues that work, mm -hmm. still continues doing those things within our heart to prepare us once more to go through it. So we often might sit here and think like, didn't I just go through this? It's like, yeah, but did you come through it victorious? 
did you? And those are things, again, that you have to examine mm-hmm. your heart about, mm-hmm. that you have to ask the Lord about, that you can't just simply be like, well, we already just did this, God. So, next, no. Mm-hmm. See, God is just so great and perfect that he is going to continue that work. And, Philippians 1, six, yes. <laughs> I'm not the best with references. He who began a good work in you is faithful to complete it to the day of Christ Jesus. So, yes. He will continue that, and it's going to be painful, there's going to be suffering, there's going to be tears, there's going to be all those things, but I can't imagine you being a believer in Jesus Christ and loving him so much, and yet saying, I don't want my heart to change. (laughs) It's like, either something will be revealed to recognize, oh, I was deceiving myself, I never knew him, or... yes there's going to be a great trial that's about to refine that to yes. the max and praise God for it. It's yes, a blessing. It is a blessing. It is. Because, you know, when your heart changes and you now hate sin, it's like we we can fall into that trap of really condemning ourselves oh, yeah. and really beating ourselves up. And we know those in Christ don't have that condemnation anymore. And yet... Romans 8.1. Sorry, I want to top that in there. <laughs> and yet it's like we're so susceptible to, even as believers, just really condemning ourselves. Yeah. We know about the grace through Christ, and yet it's so easy to just fall into that and be like, why then? Do I not love God enough? I must not. I don't. I don't love him enough. And I, I don't obey his word enough. Am I even in it enough? Do I even long for it enough? Do I even this enough? Do I even that enough? Mm-hmm. And you're just so heartbroken. I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner. Mm-hmm. And yes. Yeah, that is you why are. you don't idolize your performance, and yet that fact that you care so much because it breaks your heart because you want because when you learn and recall the love of God, it just makes you more heartbroken over your sin and desire more so to be renewed and to have that change take place. That's a really good evidence of that true conversion. But it also says that many will say to the Lord, um, Lord, Lord, I did this in your name, and I did that in your name, and he will say, turn away from me. I never knew you. And um, that's not an exact quote by any means, um, but it's it's important that we do examine ourselves. Um, a good resource I would suggest is studying First John. Um, it's a good test, just all of the book, to see if you have those proofs not the it's not a work that you can use to earn your salvation but it's a proof when there's a change taking place and not just at like each little snapshot of your life because there are times when we stumble but it's when you look at it in a whole and you see a constant getting up and being like let's go for the lord like i'm going to like keep seeking him And so um, Paul Washer also has a lot of pretty intense but pretty helpful and convicting um, sermons when it comes to 1 John and just testing yourself, knowing if you're a true disciple. So um, you can pray about those things too. (laughs) So, um, But yeah, I I don't want to – I know we don't intend to make anybody condemned, but at the same time, we are called to examine ourselves. So if you are stuck in this, basically it's been forever and you really don't care about the sin yeah. and you don't really care if there's pride that you know is there or anger or any of that kind of stuff. And if you're just simply banking on, well, I basically told God to save me when I prayed this prayer. So I'm, um, I'm, I'm set. I'm just, I did, he, he did it all. And that's, I don't need to do anything, and that's whatever. Um, or the often sentiment that we tend to bump into is like, well, God knows my heart. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm a good person. I didn't kill anybody. So, I got scriptures <laughs> for that. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm just like, I'm a good person. No one's good but God, though. So there's already an issue there. And Romans 3, 10, 11 says, as it is written, there's none righteous, no, not one. There is none that understandeth. There is none that seeketh after God. Mm. Romans 3, 23 says, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. <laughs> yeah. And so the whole thing about Christ does it all and everything like that, 
true. True. But if if somebody is brokenhearted over that because they love God so much and they love his law and they yeah. just, you know, they long to truly follow him and they know he's his, that Jesus is Lord, therefore everything he has commanded, everything he has taught is good and to be followed as he is Lord, yeah. then yes, Christ is the one doing this work. It is not to say um, that, you know, how dare you still struggle with sin at times, but rather to say, praise God for his love, get back up and keep trying as you long yeah. to do, versus somebody who doesn't care at all and they still love sin and they still walk after the flesh and they are basically treating Christ as their rich father's lawyer who can get them out of anything and even though they're guilty of things like I don't know I maybe I'll stop with the analogies or whatever because I can't come up with perfect a perfect one by any means but basically just to depict that um there shouldn't be that heart of stone right there should be that heart of flesh right and even though there's a struggle with sin even though there's still old mindsets that come in it can still be deceitful at times and yet we are still given that new heart so we are born again Mm -hmm. so I don't have it all perfect and I'm sure we are going to be prone to um, mistakes now and again and so I want to basically say concerning all of that pray and be in your word because we need discernment and his word is sufficient if we say something that you believe sounds off and you go and you study your word diligently mm-hmm. and you're praying over it all and you are truly that believer, that born-again believer, the Holy Spirit is directing you and teaching you. Yeah. And so you look at that and if you come to find scripture after scripture that seems to go against what we're saying, you go based off of the word. You can even let us know because we want to learn and grow. We want to have a teachable Absolutely. spirit. But... um. Yeah, because, <laughs> well, uh, maybe if we haven't said it often, but it's always our, our mind frame where it's just like, you don't run with what we say. You don't run with what anybody else says out there. You run with what God says. Mm-hmm. And it's always whatever. It's not, oh, okay, well, I'm thinking this, and so the Bible says this, but you know what? I kind of like what that person's saying, so I'm going to roll with that. No. It's always like, what are they saying, and does the Bible actually Mm-hmm. Is, is that in agreement with the Bible? The Bible is basically your foundation. The Bible, the Word of God, is what you're going to. If it doesn't, mm, kick it out. That's it. Mm-hmm. There is no such thing as you're adding something onto there to make it better because you liked it. Mm-hmm. Or there's no such thing as removing stuff out of there because you don't like it. Mm-hmm. It's simple as the Bible is clear, complete, concise, sufficient, and that is what you go to. Mm-hmm. And that is what your heart needs to be in line with. And that's where the Holy Spirit does the work. And I can't go away from talking about the heart. Um, Proverbs 21.2 says, Every way of a man is right in his own eyes, but the Lord pondereth the hearts. And it goes back to when Mastasia says that our hearts are open completely. They're, they're an open book to God and all that. But it's strange enough that so many people out there says, I know in my heart. I know in my heart. Or my heart tells me to do this. Or this, this, and that. And yet... You think you're doing right, or you think you're doing this, or you think you're doing that. But even more so, non-believers that don't have the Word of God, that's absolute truth. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're saying, well... Follow your heart. Yes, follow your heart. Yeah, instead of follow like Christ. <laughs> follow, yeah, well, if they're non-believers, they have no Christ. Exactly. You know, they have nothing to turn to. Mm-hmm. But they're saying, follow your heart. And your heart, my goodness, I don't know. As a, as a non-believer, yes, it will deceive you beyond mm-hmm. your own understanding and everything. But when it comes to a believer... Still, same thing. Your heart is wide open, even more so. Well, no, I would mm-hmm. say the same thing is for both. But um, your heart is completely open, and yet you could still say, well, my heart, and it felt this, and so I went with it. And it's just like, mm-hmm. that's over-spiritualizing things. Mm-hmm. That's making it seem as though your heart is your compass, you know, instead right. of the Word of God again. Again, we're going to direct you to the Word of God. It's not what your heart is feeling. It's not what your mind is telling you. It's not, you know, what your body is making you feel over something or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's never anything physiological. Yes. It's the word of God mm-hmm. that you're going to go by. And your heart needs to be in tune with that. So if you are being directed to do things, make sure 
the Bible says it's okay for you to do it. Mm-hmm. If it's not okay for you to do it, don't do it. Mm-hmm. I know you wanted to say something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the perks of being in person. Yeah. You, know, like, <laughs> um, you can read the sign. <laughs> it just goes back to the whole, um, you know, when people define love as like some force or emotion, you know, people can be like, yeah, he was married and I was married, but love was bigger than the both of us, so we had an affair because we just couldn't help it. Mm -hmm. We just felt in our heart that we loved each other so greatly that we just, God would want us together. Right. Because, you know, he wants us happy kind of thing. Where, when you look at it, adultery is a sin. Mm -hmm. Lusting in the heart for someone is a sin. You know, you know, to the marriage is a covenant. That is not something that is meant to be broken apart. Mm-hmm. And so to follow your heart in that sense and basically be like, oh, love was bigger than the both of us for as an example, you know, it just um, goes back to our authority is Christ who we call Lord, right? And what does the scripture say of what he said about those things, right? And he also has said about a bunch of things confirming the Old Testament, right? So the Bible as a whole, right? (laughs) It's just, that's, he is Lord. So we obey his law and we seek that. Don't be wise in your own eyes. You seek his wisdom and the fear of the Lord is the beginning of that. So you revere him. You don't want to do wrong. And so you seek his scripture to see, all right, Lord, I might be married and I see this person and I feel like I'd be so much happier with them, but let me see what your word says. Okay. All right. I'm going to stay loyal then to this because this is what's pleasing to you. And I love you more than me. Mm -hmm. I love you more than this world. I love you more than these desires. And I want to desire what you would have me to desire because first and foremost, I desire you. Right. And so that's just an example of that. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, just touching a little bit more on the issues of this world that we're seeing before us and understanding that it's not for us to simply be like, who cares, you know, or completely negate what's going on out there with everything. But from our hearts (laughs) to yours, we really want you to be aware of the immense amount of deception that's out there that's easily deceiving the heart and because it's under these false pretenses these false ideas ideologies um it's just a lot of what's happening in this world is because there is this me self mentality and that comes from the heart the heart is the one that's simply saying you need to be about yourself you need to care for yourself You need to care about whatever is important to you. You need to get rid of this. You need to do this. You need to do that. Whatever makes you happy. Just be yourself. Just be yourself. You're unique. You're enough. Just those types of things. Or provide self-care. Give yourself that self-love. Give yourself these things. Mm -hmm. That, in a nutshell, is deception. Mm -hmm. It is complete deception. And it's fooling your heart. Mm -hmm. If you are a believer in Jesus Christ... Drop all that off and start seeking his word day in, day out, even in the middle of the day. I don't know. Just start seeking his word as much as possible and let that be that purifying force in your heart and in your mind. Mm -hmm. And that draws you closer to the Lord because everything (laughs) that you're seeing out there is really playing on emotions Mm -hmm. and it's really pulling on the heartstrings of the heart mm-hmm. and tickling ears. yes tickling ears just doing those things that will draw out this whole idea of you need to be about yourself and you need to do whatever your heart tells you to do whatever They're against you you're against them pretty much whatever makes you feel good mm-hmm. um you just do it and unfortunately that is going to drive you to just commit sin after sin after sin and mm-hmm. it's going to pull you away from the lord It will. Mm -hmm. And there is no doubt about that in our hearts that it will draw you away from the Lord. So be very mindful of what you're watching because that all goes into your heart. Be very mindful of what you're hearing. That goes straight to the heart. Be very mindful of who you're interacting with. What does it say that scripture is um, bad company corrupts good morals? Something like that. Yeah, something on that. (laughs) Don't have the reference off the top of my head right now, but I believe it's in Proverbs and I could be wrong, but 
go search it. Google it. That's why Google's out there. <laughs> There's a good way of using Google. <laughs> yeah. Um, but seriously, though, s- stop listening to what this world has to offer you. And for non-believers, if you are listening to this, believe in Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Seek after him. And you shall find. And you, Exactly. And let your heart be transformed by him and him alone. Mm-hmm. And I kid you not, I strongly believe that if we do start to see the hearts change of men, women, and children out here in this world, that there could actually mm-hmm. be that so-called revival that many people are mm-hmm. talking about, where souls are actually coming to the Lord for real, for reals, and we will see the distinction between the wheat and the tares. And, but I would hope so more that many are saved, mm-hmm. that God truly is saving so many people and not many people are falsely converted Mm -hmm. and not people, not many people will see the depths of this place called hell. And that's literally where our hearts are at when Mm -hmm. we come and we do these things because our heart is not all the time in line with the Lord's as you, you know, Mastasia has shared, like sometimes she's just like, I don't know about this. Or I'm Mm -hmm. just like, I feel very prideful and I just don't want to do, you know, it's not, it's not perfection. So don't think that ever. It's never about perfection. Until Christ returns. Until Christ returns. But it's a matter of wanting to live mm-hmm. by his word. And his word is sufficient completely. Yes. So um, we're going to go into our jingles. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, we want to go yeah. into our jingles. We don't um, have a lot of time left. But um, yeah. yeah. Uh, one thing I wanted to say, sure. which is now like starting to leave rats. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> hey, that happens. That I happens know. to all of us I all know. the time. But if it comes um, back, just bring it up. Oh, that's what it was. There you go. You delight in the Lord, and He gives you the desires of your heart, right? You know, you're seeking Him. You're walking in His will. Um, John MacArthur has a lot of good stuff about that. You know, making decisions, knowing the will of God. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, it's it's yes, He gives you those desires too because you're delighting in Him. You're desiring what He desires. You know, you're mm-hmm. becoming more in line with Him. Um, and you're walking in his will, and you desire to keep that, you know, and so you're being more spirit-filled, walking in the spirit and not in the flesh and all that kind of stuff. Um, and But also keeping in mind, you know, we are to bear our cross daily, and that um, there is going to be persecution as well, and that, you know, he is, Jesus is our Lord, so we want to put his word into practice, um, build upon that big, that good, firm foundation. Um, That way when the storm comes, we're set, you know, so, um, I, cause I, and I just say that cause I know a lot of people can be like, what? You're saying people not to take care of themselves? What? You're saying people this or whatever. It's like, um, don't, they're so easy to fall into legalism as yeah. well. And we, I know there's a danger of people that can think I need to punish myself. No, no. don't do that. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, the Holy Spirit isn't dwelling in you, you know? Yeah. And so it's like, don't, don't do anything that goes against that. Don't cause harm to yourself. However, we are bearing our cross. There's persecution because they hated him. They will hate us when we are abiding in him. Right. And, um, you know, we want to delight in him. And so then we are given those desires and he gives us, the, he fulfills those desires. And so um, there's like a biblical way and a non-biblical way. And um, it says... Don't be conformed to this world. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Get in the word and be transformed by the renewing of your mind. We are bombarded every second, pretty much, yeah. with just worldly notions, worldly images, yeah. all these things that just, our, our flesh, what, who we were before Christ, delighted in that stuff. Oh, yeah. Loved that stuff. So to be constantly reminded to constantly be like, give the enemy a foothold. Come on. You know, like, I, like, just trying to get you, like, come back to me. Be the child of the evil one, the wicked one, you yeah. know. It's, he's deceitful. He's seeking to, to kill, to destroy. And, um, you know, we have an enemy out there. And so, um, you need to be just constantly focusing yeah. on Christ, abiding in Christ, and being renewed in his word. And we, a lot of us can fall into the trap of, there's no time! But all of this stuff around us 
is temporary. Mm-hmm. And we are yeah. going to be held accountable for what we say and what we do. And so just be prepared and remember that his word is forever. When we're in eternity yeah. with him, his word is forever. Yeah. But all this stuff, all of the the work we do down here, our, you know, our careers and all those different things are going to fade away. All of the treasures here fade away. Have our treasure in heaven. And so with all of that in mind, it really goes down to if this is not temporary and everything else is, I can do I can I can ask for help. You can pray about this. Mm-hmm. Don't try and do it in your own strength, but sincerely pray and ask him for the wisdom on how to accomplish that, knowing that that is so crucial. Mm-hmm. There is no substitute for God's word. So, okay, now we can go yes. into the jingle. <laughs> so, let's put Nastasia's jingle here. Little random facts about Nastasia. All right, I have to have a random fact now. So I might have mentioned this before that, um, and now those who are watching um, and can see us can maybe, I don't know. (laughs) I look very young for my age. I'm 21. I will be 22 next month. And I um, have constantly gotten mistaken as 12. Um, (laughs) Like there'll be days where I'm walking and I'm feeling good. I'm feeling like I look pretty mature, very ladylike. And then someone's like, how old are you, sweetie? And I'm like, oh. Uh, maybe I was 18 or maybe I was 20 or even now 21 or whatever. And they'll be like, Oh my gosh, I feel so, I'm so sorry. I thought you were 12, Yeah. you know, or, but more (laughs) recently I have been getting like 15, 16 and we're going up, we're going up, we're going up. up. And so, um, I have, uh, while I might've mentioned that before, I don't, I have not mentioned that, um, being that I'm going to be 22 next month. And I've also been wanting to, like, I've been desiring to be more, ladylike, you know, I want to be a biblical type of woman, you know, where I am, you know, modest and, um, you know, just have the traits that, you know, would be pleasing to the Lord and everything. And I'm still learning (laughs) a bunch about that, of course, but, um, part of it is, um, now while I don't want to say like, um, you know, we need these elaborate hairstyles and we need to flaunt wealth or flaunt our body, nothing like that. Being a godly woman is far more valuable than any of that kind of things. Um, so I'm not trying to advocate for that kind of stuff. Right. Um, but I have been dressing a little differently than I used to um, because being that I look so young, I can't get away with, like, printed tees as well as others. But um, fortunately, I do like this style as well, so I'm just... And praise God for Goodwill! <laughs> like, so anyway, so... Hey, we're thrifters. I don't know if any of you out there are thrifters, but we love a bargain shop. Yeah. Yes, we do. <laughs> we do. It's just, it's fun. And it's nice how, the, like, this, just, this nice stuff, like... There are. Yeah. There are. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so, that's just my thing, is I've been, like, trying to change my style and stuff, so I don't know. Um, I guess I'm going for the interview look. Like, I'm about to have an interview. (laughs) I think I kind of made that comment before. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Anyway, yeah. So that's my random fact. There you go. Yeah. And might as well just kind of toss into there my jingle. Yeah. Ready? Alrighty. Question time with Amanda. You might cry, but hopefully good tears. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Alrighty. Okay, so I only have three questions, and they're very simple. And again, just you go before the Lord. You can ask these questions, and I really believe that He'll answer them because He knows you have a desire um, to seek Him and to know the truth. And so, number one is, do you frequently examine your heart? Number two is, where do you believe the state of your heart is? And number three is, where would you want your heart to be? Mm-hmm. So. Those are the three questions. Please go ahead and just uh, pray about those. Um, mind you, a lot of the questions that I ask my that I ask on here is something that comes up for me a lot, and that I keep talking to God about. I talk to God so much. I, I just it's almost like I feel like I live in prayer, but it's just I want Him included in everything, and I don't do it perfectly every day. But even though my heart can still have its moments and all those things and everything. I just want my heart fully softened and I want to be able to meet him um, 
and him say, well done, good and faithful servant. <laughs> That is just something that always reminds me of what can I possibly do down here that will glorify him and actually receive that crown of glory. Um, And then obviously checking your motives. That is something else that we talk about so much is the motives of our heart. Mm -hmm. Because guess what? As Christians, we will be judged based on the motives of our hearts. Mm -hmm. What is going to make it through that fire? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I hope, I hope a lot of my stuff makes it through, but I don't I know. know. And that's the thing is just our motives have to be in the right place. And mm-hmm. we can simply ask the Lord to always refine that and to put it again, once again, in line with his mm-hmm. will over everything. Like either way you'll be saved, but what reward are you going to exactly. get? Are you running that race to win exactly. or are you just kind of casually walking knowing you'll get to the end one exactly. way or another? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I know. I think oh about that goodness. too. Oh my goodness. Oh. But, um... Again, don't fall into that trap of, like, condemnation. Like, yeah. where's my heart? Am I dis this? Am I disobeying myself? Go to the Lord with it in prayer. Yes. We we neglect that song that, I think it's a hymn, maybe? But just, like, the, um, what a friend we have in Jesus. Oh, my gosh, And, yeah. like, um, how much, and basically kind of starts talking about, like, how much, um, burdens we wouldn't have to bear if we just right. went to him in prayer or something oh like that. Goodness. Or, like, yes. how much hardship we endure. that we, That's unnecessary yes. if you went to him in prayer kind of thing. So that's what I'm trying to say is... Take everything to him in prayer. And I'm learning this myself, trust me. We're both learning this. <laughs> we still continue yeah. to learn this. And once again, this topic, all of our topics are never exhaustive. There's so much more that could be added onto every single topic that we talk about. Mm-hmm. But literally, it's just so important to examine your heart and to see where it's at and to let God do that work. I mean, he does an amazing work. Please let him do that work. Don't try to do it in your own ways, in your own understanding, Um, self-help books, you know, all those other things that they have out there, Mm -hmm. other resources that they have out there. Test the spirits. Yeah, simply consume yourself with the Word of God, Mm -hmm. and that does the work in you. That's sufficient. That's it. That's all it is. And mind you, I'm not trying to paint a pretty picture that, oh, everything's going to be like sunshines and daisies and, you know, you're going to have candies all revolving you and it's going to be all beautiful. <laughs> I'm not trying to say that. What I'm simply trying to say is that you have the Word of God and there's going to be pain. There's going to be suffering. There's going to be refinement. Can you imagine refinement? Such as they say when a diamond or when they're trying to get um, a sword, they yes, like put it in sword, the fire, yeah. hammer it, put it in ice cold water, all kinds of things. take it out and just like... But it, a diamond has to go through some horrific trying some ugly things before it shines bright and I know that that might sound super cliche and cheesy but it's literally us what does Job say we once you will what is oh my gosh I don't want to mess this up at all but when you have tried me I shall come forth as gold Mm -hmm. and that is in Job I mean if you don't know the story of Job go read Job seriously Mm -hmm. read Job it's an amazing book in the bible Mm -hmm. like every other book in there so, but yeah, so we are cutting it super short on time. <laughs> yeah, getting awfully close to that hour mark <laughs> yeah. if it ain't day or by the time we're done editing. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're trying to keep it at our hour max, but you know what? Sometimes it's just a little bit more. Gotta add a little bit more, a little <laughs> bit more. This is the first one for actually filming here yes. for those of us, for those watching on Patreon. Um, yes. And by the way, there will also be another series on Patreon with us in front of the camera. Um, called By the Fire, which will be less topical-based and more just, like, two fellow Christian women coming together and bearing one another's burdens and just having those kind of conversations that can be really tough. But we'll also, uh, being us, probably be silly, too. Probably, (laughs) most likely, yes. Yeah. So, Nastasia, I know I often ask you... This is the face I make every time. (laughs) Yes, she does, actually. So now you get to see the face that goes with that. Well, (laughs) yeah, but... And even if not, thank you so much for listening, guys. You're so sweet yes. to do that. You guys are so awesome. You yeah. really are. And for the prayers and the support. Seriously. Yeah. Seriously. I mean, see, there's a whole thing that I could go into right now that I heard Bodhi Bokum just say <laughs> earlier when I was listening to sermon. I know. Okay. So, we're going to close in prayer now, but <clears throat> thanks again. Okay. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this time. Thank you so much for the opportunities you make, Lord. In all that we do, may it be 
for your name to be hallowed. May it be for your kingdom to come and to advance that, Lord. And may it be for your will to be done, Lord. May it be done in and through our lives. And may it all be for your glory. Everything that we ever ask for, may it be for your glory, Lord. Thank you so much for the wisdom that you give us, God. May we have your wisdom, those that um, are listening, and even us here as we all need your wisdom, that we would not be wise in our own eyes, and that we would um, long for your law, that we would long for your ways and your word, Lord, and be drawn to it, and that you would give us the desire and the wisdom and discernment to know um, when we can dedicate time to the studying of your word, Lord, for it is so sufficient. Um, and our hearts are open before you, Lord. Thank you so much for the mercy and grace you show us when you see the darkness that can be there. And yet, because of Christ and the finished work on the cross, we are being renewed. We are being cleansed, Lord. We are being refined that we would walk in the light and not the darkness because you are in the light, Lord. And we desire to walk with you. So please continue to direct us, Lord. Thank you for the work you are doing and that will be carried out into completion. And may your name be praised. Um, and it is in Jesus Christ's name that we pray. Amen. Amen. So once again, thank you so much for being with us. We greatly appreciate your prayers, your support. Please like, comment, subscribe, share, all of the above, wherever you can. And I think we'll try to put some of the sermons or at least resources that we have used um, and helping us draw us closer to the Lord. We'll try to do that as best as possible mm -hmm. where we can. No promises on that one. Um, but just, yeah, hope to see you again next time. <laughs> um, go check out Patreon, please. Um, and definitely just tune in once more next time. Yeah, thank you so much. Bye. Bye.